Hey everyone, and thank you for joining us here today at I-80 Sports. We have a lot of stuff here on our MLS Match Day 25 prediction show. We have a new segment. We have a lot of stuff going on. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching I-80 Sports. to another day another episode of i80 sports and we have a very special guest here today we got duncan he's going to make some sports book picks a little later on in the show make sure you stay around for that pre-recorded segment this is our newest uh, i80 sports uh we said our, our sports bark analyst here uh he's gonna be bringing some picks and uh you ready to go alex absolutely okay let me put this little i guy can't down compete with that i started. mean i, I if you want to use a new co-house that you got one there with Duncan, I totally understand. I can't compete with that cue. I mean, he's, I, he's a lot more hair than both of us. You know, yeah, that, that, that's I part of the deal I, at this if, point you, if you kick me off for Duncan, I'm not going to get upset, man. What, what am I supposed to do? Duncan has his own segment now. He's going to make his own sportsbook picks a little later on in the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, we do have some news in the traffic report. So let's get going. The I-80 Sports Traffic Report, where you can find all your news and notes from the week. Alex, why are pro sports leagues still doing all-star games? I don't know. It used to be a big deal. Uh, for one, the Major League Baseball all-star game used to be like a really big deal in this country, especially then when they made it make for real, like the winner gets like a you know, home field advantage for the World Series. That kind of made it more interesting. But other than that, it's a glorified exhibition with your favorite players. Uh, you know, if you look at the TV ratings, uh, the MLS had 1.5 total between uh, the Spanish and the ESPN, which is higher than the NHL's All-Star Game this past year. So, I mean, not not NBA, NHL, NFL, or uh, NBA, but they are fourth. If you want to go All-Star Game, they did beat the NHL this year in ratings, which might mean some of the advertisers. I don't know. But to me, I'm not, you know. Yeah, yes, I, I, uh, I could not care less about it. Listen, now, listen, if I, we I'll were there, this. it would be awesome because yeah, it looked like minnesota it, really had a great time everyone there yeah with you know other members of the media talking soccer interviewing the players all in a, in a you know non-stressful type environment would have been cool listen this is going to come down to people that look at this as mls gotten better than liga uh, the, the the liga mex in mexico Did we won the skill competition big deal i mean that's just i mean which really uh, let's let's talk about that right there. The skills I competition. Mean, like, first of all, the NHL skills competition was has always been the best in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made it a little too goofy this past year, where they had like someone step into a time machine, a kid came out and took a shot. Like it was it was a little too goofy the for me. The goalie but, wars though was kind of cool. I like the goalie wars, the twenty five yards and trying to score each other, throw it and kicking it. That yeah. was kind of cool. But I mean. If you're going to tell Ray me now, so against the guy from the game MX during the skills competition when they were trying to kick with their left foot into the garbage cans and the stuff set up in uh, there, uh, they they took 30 shots to hit four targets. Like that's not really a good look. Like make it a little easy. Make it a little something. Some that things are cool. Be a little but more fun. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm not, you know, this is like going down to the, the Jersey shore and playing one of those games, like trying to win a Jersey. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Exactly. It's all right. Now listen, the, it, MLS won the skills competition. Big deal. Anyone, the all-star game two one. I mean, to me, MLS has gotten better you know, in, since 96, absolutely. Uh, has League MX gotten worse? I don't think so. I think we've just gotten better. And now the, the argument's going to be, is MLS better than League MX? Salary cap-wise, you can't even compare the two. So uh, You can't compare I, the so, two with the deep benches, but I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, the, right the, off the, the bat, MLS won two to one. I said the we, MLS. I I, that's my yeah. own pet peeve. No, but we got MLS Seattle winning Champions League. We got Seattle winning Champions League. United States national team winning Gold Cup. Winning, winning all the, three games league, against the, yeah. the, the League Cup, whatever the hell you want to call the competition. I don't even know what it's called anymore, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Again, to me, I think it's a growth of MLS. Uh, younger players playing in Europe earlier, starting off in MLS, which you didn't see before in the, in the 90s and early 2000s. You're seeing that now. They've just gotten better. They're better coaching and uh, you know, it's just got MLS has just gotten better. I don't think the league. Uh, I don't watch the Mexican soccer that much, but I don't think the league has gotten worse. No. I just think MLS has just gotten better and they're catching up. Now, have we surpassed League of Mex? I would say no. But down the line, you can see Garber with dollar signs trying to combine the two leagues into a competition, well, into yeah, maybe and, a and, super and, league down the line. You could see Garber looking at big dollars because the the ratings and the the ratings in the Mexican league here in this country with the Mexican population are through the roof. You and now he just wants to get those guys to watch MLS. Yeah. If Garber can pull that I, off, I think it's going to be amazing. The, the tipping point is going to is going to come really quickly because while yeah, there's a salary cap and all this other stuff happens, the tipping point's got to come soon because when these players are having the option of making the same amount of money playing in Liga MX or playing in Major League Soccer, do you want to be in Tijuana or do you want to be in LA? I, you know, yeah, you know, exactly. like, like there there is that separate, amount of and, you know uh, uh, extracurriculars that goes into it. That, that someone will argue, just do you want to be a place Mex- for these athletes to live? Do you want to go in Columbus? You want to go to Mexico City? That's another that's argument. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? It's it's choice. Listen, I'm not saying we're better, and I'm not saying uh, Mexican league is worse. We, the, I'm, as a better as a whole, MLS. What, I don't care if the pundits out there, the Eurostoms. MLS has gotten a lot better, whether you would admit it or not. They have. And this is the end result. Now you're seeing players like Gareth Bale coming in there, basically still in their kind of prime. Say it's prime but in, but in still his not, not 37 years. years old looking exactly. to get a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be good, trying to make the World Cup big for be a captain for Wales national team. I mean, that, that 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 did not that happen in the 90s. We did not have that. So this is the this is why the league is getting better. Again, slowly but surely, baby steps. I a, a rumor I'm hearing next year five DPs instead of three. That would be awesome. Now you can't make the team spend a la Red Bull, but you know what I'm talking about. Now they have the option. <laughs> now to Miami is going to have 12 DPs. I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's Alex, the rumor. We do we don't have to move yeah. on. Um, yeah. MLS one two one, and we don't really care very much about that game. Um, it was fun to watch, and it shows that the MLS has grown a little. But let's not let's not over. Uh, I love Reynoso, by the way. Over exaggerated. Reynoso to me still, I think, uh, very underrated. But to me, he's still one of the best players in MLS that showed his home. You know, the home steam a lot, Reynoso. To me, it just he's a guy you just got to watch. You got to show out at home. Yeah. Well, he's still. We're talking about like someone him. else who showed out this week in our high performance player pick. Your I eighty Sports high performance players of the week. This guy we talked about quite a bit on this show, Giassi Zardes. Three goals on six shots, four on target, leading Colorado to a four three win over Minnesota just before the All Star game. Um, he has five goals and one assist in his last six matches. Maybe not a golden boot contender like in 2018, but he has a chance to reach double digits this year. Still only 30. And he could I, I could see Jossie Zardes following in the steps of some of these MLS players who just play forever. He he kind of has that longevity thing for me. Um, and Jossie Zardes uh, had a great week. Again, again, someone started mentioning put him back on the U.S. national team radar. Why? He's a center forward that's putting the ball in the net. And exactly did. You got, you got, if you get a hat trick in a game, people are going to notice. And exactly that's why Colorado got him. They're missing a big-time score. He really has not scored as he has in past seasons. But this game, he stepped out the old Jesse Zars with three goals. And if he can do this on a consistent basis for Colorado, they'll be back, right back where they were last year. 
uh, playing for trophies. We're going to talk about Colorado a little later, not to spoil anything there. But yeah, Jossie Zardes had a great week, and that's what it takes to be a high-performance player. Let's put a little streak together. Let's get hot, Jossie. Let's let's get this going. Um, I'd love to see him make double digits again, and I'd love to see Colorado maybe make a, a play into MLS playoffs this year. Let's move on to talk about the uh, negatives, the flat tires of the week. The highway is full of letdowns and disappointments. Here's our flat tire piss. Philly and NYCFC both dropped points to lesser teams, making sportsbook betting hard last week, Alex. NYCFC got beat by Columbus on the road. They fall 3-2. to two. Philly should have beat up Cincinnati. They lose 3-1. to one. Both teams giving up three goals, and this is not how I expected the top of the East to fare this past week. I think... Both, I thought both of them were going to win. Both have an L. Both have their only loss in multiple, multiple weeks, almost a, almost a month or two. Uh, not a good look, and that made me look a little foolish. So my flat tire pick is going to go to Philly and NYCFC. You can't be dropping those points. Philly doesn't give up goals. They give up three in Cincinnati. We're 5-0 and going into the game. I think a plus like 16, 19-something goal differential, and they lost 3-1. to That, to me, was a surprise more than NYCFC. Again, NYCFC, since Castellanos has left and Cushing as uh, a new coach, uh, not exactly barn birds. I, I know they got some results, but they're not on a. You don't see them in a, a four or five game winning streak. They get a tie here, a loss here, a win, a tie, a tie. You know something like that. I, it's not the NYC of last year. I'm waiting for a bear, someone else to step up to get those goals that like Castellanos hasn't getting and Cushing now is their thing. That's something to watch. Again, flat tire. I got to yeah, I got to agree with you. I did not see Philly losing three one Cincinnati. Listen, a lot of people are wrong about Cincinnati. This is a playoff team the way they're playing right now. You know, Vasquez, Brenner's hot, and the is an MVP type candidate. The way uh, Vasquez is scoring goals, uh, they're a playoff team, and Philadelphia just ran. I guess they had a pick, the wrong night to have the bad night, and that's the exact what happened. Cincinnati was pounced on them, beating them 3-1. I, I do not believe Cincinnati's a playoff team this year. They're only safe by two points, and there are four teams that are two points below them. And you got New England, Miami, Orlando. I think those teams are going to overtake Cincinnati and the Chicago Fire. I don't see it. That's why they got Matt Miazga to shore up the back. You're not going to see Jeff Cameron back there. You're going to see younger, stronger legs back there. I think that's going to help them. Listen, if Vasquez keeps scoring the way he's scoring, they're going to get in with the cost of pulling the figure. I mean, that's just as simple as that. He's just got to stay hot. That's it. Love it. Alex, are you yeah. ready to do our new special segment, um, Duncan Picks? Sure. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone. This is Bob Ventimiglia from IED Sports, and I want to introduce you to our newest cast member here, Duncan. Um, and Duncan's going to be helping us with some MLS sportsbook picks today. First matchup here is Colorado versus Columbus. Colorado at plus 100, Columbus at plus 230. Let's see what the man Duncan says is up for the pick. Let's go. Let's get one of those. Colorado it is. And for our second game, Red Bulls are at home, minus 145 against Orlando, plus 340. Let's see if this dog is going for the underdog pick or taking Red Bulls at home. Let's get him in the frame. Get one of those, and he's taking Red Bulls. So, dog after your own heart, there taking two home favorites. He's leading to Bob, you're not making him to a lefty, are you? Really, he's leading to the left here. I, I see. I, hey, listen, I thought he went right towards Columbus, and yeah. I thought that was his pick. Went over to Colorado, took it. So, um, you know, took two home favorites. I'm fully, there. I'm, I'm fully aware how animals picking games are. In case you don't remember, uh, I know exactly oh. what's going on here. Sometimes they go left, sometimes they go right. Let's get into our toll booth picks and talk about the true picks for this week in Major League Soccer Sportsbook. The I-80 Sports Toll Booth, where you can find the best bets of the week. 
My first pick has Toronto FC hosting the Portland Timbers. My pick, Toronto FC minus 125. Toronto FC sparked by the, by the additions of Lorenzo Insigne and Federico Bernadeschi made a recent push into relevance, beating Charlotte and Nashville while drawing New England. Their form contrasts favorably with Portland. Portland has drawn their last three matches. Now, Alex, two interesting advanced metrics I found are as follows. These two teams allow more touches than any other two teams in their own penalty area and allow the most shot-creating actions. That reflects directly in their goals against Toronto and Portland have given up 79 combined goals in their 48 games this season, among the worst defensively, allowing other teams into their box, allowing other teams to pass inside their box. I think this game is going to be a shootout, and I'm taking Toronto FC. I agree with you. Uh, one stat I don't like is Portland is undefeated in 10 straight. And this is where I think they're going to, this is where the line draws. I know they got four wins in uh, uh, six draws in those uh, 10 straight. Uh, I know if they beat Toronto. I'm looking here. They beat them the last two times they faced them, but the last time has been since 2019. I still think Toronto's going to make a run. They're going to sneak into the, one of those last playoff spots, and they're going to be a team that nobody wants to play. They're, 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 and CBA is going to get hot. I'm telling you, if Toronto gets in, they're going to be a different. It is not a team you want to I play. And I think it starts here. Again, Portland's playing great. I only reason I'm taking Toronto, I'm agree with you, is because they're home. I think if this game is important, I think Portland would eat out or maybe a Tigerland. But I'm definitely, to me, Toronto at home, they got a little bit of buzz going on. And Sydney scored a great goal. It was the last game of the game before that. Uh, I'm expecting a lot more from that. And uh, they seem to have new new life now in Toronto with the, the FBI, the full-blooded Italians in there, as I keep calling them. So I think this is where to get the win. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take Toronto home in this one. When two bad defenses play, I like taking the player, the team with the best offensive player. There's a player in this game who has 96 Serie A goals, Lorenzo Insigne. That's got to be my pick. Next up, we're going to move on and see FC Cincinnati host Atlanta United. I don't know how these odds got to where they are, but FC Cincinnati is plus 110 as a home favorite. Both Cincy and Atlanta supporters uh, are going to be surprised at my analysis here because I hated Cincy and I liked Atlanta earlier in the season. Um, both teams won their last match. Cincy broke their winless streak with a three-goal statement win against Philadelphia Union this past week, while Atlanta beat Seattle 2-1 at home. However, Atlanta has not won a road game since April 2nd and traveled to TQL Stadium in Cincinnati. Not an easy place to play, so I'm taking the home team FC Cincinnati plus 110. Yeah, I, I almost agree with you. This I got burnt last week. I took Seattle. Uh, Atlanta won that game. I don't see Atlanta winning again. Now Cincinnati's on fire. To really, uh, there's a buzz around beating Philadelphia. That looking that good beating Philadelphia. Can they consistently oh, yeah. do that? Well, you know, we're gonna find out. But at home, Cincinnati. I don't like Atlanta on the road at all. Uh, Cincinnati with the buzz. I, I'm a little higher on Cincinnati. You are. Uh, I'm just. I just. You if are. they got a hot score, yeah. If they got a hot score, Vasquez and Brenner's starting to come on. And I love Acosta in the midfield Brenner's spreading the ball. Very, very yeah. good. Um, yeah, now, that's the dangerous. I mean, and now they got Miazga to show up the back. That's the one question mark we all had. He could only make that defense better. So, so let me bring you a stat, Alex. This matchup, both teams have a negative three goal differential. Yeah, but it should be Cincinnati plus 110 at home. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand it. That, I don't, that, I don't that, get that, it either. That doesn't either. I mean, that's almost, it's almost like a trap forcing you to take Cincinnati. And I'm going to fall for it because I'm going to agree with you on this. To me, the, the, odds don't, the odds don't seem right that plus 110. I don't understand it, but I, I think Cincinnati is going to win this game. And I, I, to be honest with you, I, I think Cincinnati wins by more than one goal. 
Cincinnati and Atlanta are both minus three in goal differential so far this season, but they did it two different ways. Atlanta, 31 goals, conceding 34. Cincy, 40 goals, conceding 43. Now, Cincinnati did address a big defensive need, signed Matt Miazga. Um, Cincinnati has an edge, and they're at home, plus 110. It's spring, so you don't even need to think. You just click it. Just click the button. Yes. I, I don't get it. Unless uh, there's injuries I don't know about in Cincinnati that they haven't talked about, I don't, I don't get it. But listen, MLS has been strange this year. MLS after dark is even stranger. Who knows? But to me, I'm just, you know, that's the first thing I saw was the plus 110 at home. I just shook my head. I was like, I just wanted, I wanted to jump on it and lock that in immediately. It's almost like it's a trap. You know what I'm it, saying? It, 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 it kind of seems like different. a trap, but when you look yeah, at all the players I, who are I, out I for these teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't take Atlanta on the road here. I can't do it. So I got to take Cincinnati. I have to. I'm with you there. Let's talk about my next pick. Colorado Rapids hosting the Columbus Crew. Colorado plus 100 at home. That's my pick. Colorado has a huge home field advantage this season, averaging two points per game at home and only .55 points per game away. But last week against Red Bull, they proved that they can hang in there and win a shootout, and they proved they're going to be the most physical team even against the high press. Talk a lot about Chicho Hernandez uh, uh, atop this crew attack, but it's time to talk about Giassi Zardes. We talked about him earlier in the show. Five goals, one assist in the last six matches, including an impressive hat trick against Minnesota last week. I like what Colorado's bringing, and I think they're going to be Columbus. Yeah, I also you know, I see that you mentioned we do Jack Price is a big thing here for Colorado. If he plays, they are a lot better and a lot stronger, especially at home. Look, I love looking at Colorado when they're home with that altitude thing. I don't think Cucho's played in this kind of altitude before. Uh, anytime, not recently. So uh, he's in for a rude awakening in the second half with his lungs and his legs in this game. I think Colorado this is a tough game to take, but I, if I had to pick a team, I'm going to have to take Colorado at home just to eat one out. If anything, maybe uh, uh, I would even look at a draw maybe in this game. This is a tough game. Uh, it's a one-goal game or a tie to me. I guess Colorado because of the home field advantage, but this is, this is a tough matchup. This is one of the games I definitely would like to watch, though. I think it'd be really good to watch. Yeah, I, I think this is one of the kind of one of the games of the week. To me, a lot of the Rapids is gonna, a lot of the rest of their season is gonna be how they fit Ralph Preso in there. They got rid of Mark Anthony K, who I think is an excellent Major League Soccer player who just couldn't get it going with Colorado. But you bring Jack Price back, you add Preso to that midfield. Now we're cooking with some fire. Now we're with some guy. I got Jonathan Lewis on one side of the ball, Barrios on the other. Zardes up top. This Rapids team can turn it around very fast and, and be one of those top playoff seeds this year, I think. I love Barrios off the bench. Remember we talked about how he destroyed John yeah. Tolkien at Red Bull Arena a few weeks. He came off the bench, tired legs, and his speed, he just, oof. Now at home, we bring the altitude into it also. Wow. Yeah, yeah. again, Colorado last year took advantage of it. They had that streak. They were You couldn't touch him at home. Uh this is one of those times they, I know Columbus is playing a lot better, but going to Colorado is a tough ask. Tough, tough to ask them to get a result here. So I'm probably have to agree with you. I'm going to take Colorado on this, but it's a tough matchup. We could go either way. But and Colorado I know probably, my yeah. last pick is not one of your picks, but I know you love FC Dallas at home. Yes. This week they're playing the San Jose Earthquakes. Odds are FC Dallas minus 150. You got to lay a little bit of juice on this one to get a good payback. But FC Dallas historically good at home. We talk about this almost every week. This week, their third-place team hosts San Jose Earthquakes' 13th-place team. Um, they, cemented, they cemented their midfield attack at deadline, adding Sebastian Legit brings another piece to an already pretty strong attack. Dallas has a plus-seven home differential with 18 goals scored and only 11 conceded. Quakes, on the other hand, again, a six-game winless streak. They've allowed goals 11 times in their last six games. 
adding to a lopsided matchup, San Jose, one, four, and seven visiting as visiting opponents this season so far. And they have a minus 10 goal differential in those 12 matches. Not looking good for Quakes. FC Dallas is a straight up better team. They're at home. Let's do it. Yeah, you just got to watch out of Bobas who don't get hot. Bobas is having a hell of a year for San Jose. I mean, but, you had you know. to say it there, Alex. Come on. He is. He's having a hell of a year. He's what? One off the, the golden boot right now? If I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head? But yeah, still, he's been great. And, and San Jose, no, is, San Jose is scoring. Only... San Jose is scoring, but they're giving up goals like crazy. That's... Well, uh, you know, you mentioned it. Um, he is one of the only players, Jeremy Bobasi, to score 10 goals with his left foot, 10 goals with his right foot, and 10 goals with his head in his first couple of seasons in Major League Soccer. So um, definitely like what he's bringing to the table there. But FC Dallas, I think they got this. They got Jesus Ferreira. They got a lot of things going for him. Uh, they got a, a, an experienced cast of characters, a bunch of young players on that team. Um, really like what they're going to be putting up this week. Yeah, I mean, they what was it, plus 350? They won for San Jose on the road? That's, no. They're just, no. And I can tell you, but check this out. But one thing you didn't know, San Jose is in beating in their last nine against Dallas. I don't, I don't care. know if you do that. I don't care. It's not going to make it to 10. It's the longest in team history of the series. Wow. I, I don't care. Okay. Don't care. It's FC Dallas. I'm just saying. Yes. A couple picks that you had that I did not pick out. Let's start with Philly over Chicago, minus 140. Yeah, Chicago five straight without a loss. Uh, I think Philadelphia's pissed off how they got embarrassed in Cincinnati last week. Now they come home. Uh, rumors of Kai Wagner going to Europe uh, came today. I don't know if that's a distraction or not. But still, I see Chicago five straight. Uh, I think they're playing above what they are. I know Shakira's getting better. Uh, Shabilko got hot there a little bit, but you're going into Philly. Philly at home to me, minus 140. I like that. And I got two games here. I don't know which one to pick here. I keep going back and forth on the fence. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to do them again. They've let me down. I'm taking them. I'm taking Seattle minus 115 at home against Rail Salt Lake. They got to win. They're on the playoffs cusp. Look, they're the Champions League winners. I know they're tired, long season. Rui Diaz is back, as far as I know. Yeah. Madero is there. Morris is there. Here we go. Now the Troika are together. This is where Seattle makes the run. It starts here, Real Salt Lake. You know, I like Real Salt Lake at home. Not so much on the road. Seattle's dying to get points. They need this game more than I think Real Salt Lake or anybody else. That I was going to take Minnesota over Nashville due to double chance, but I'm whistling out at the last second. Uh, I was going to take Minnesota straight up. I think it's like a plus three hundred, something like that. But mm, I'm going to whistle out. I'm going to take Seattle. I think Seattle really needs this game at minus fifteen. I'm going to go with them over Real Salt. Minnesota's having a long travel week this week with the All-Star game. Uh, too. I, I just don't I, like Nashville at home. Something's not right there. I talked about it last week. That's why I'm looking to go against them. But I just, you know, Seattle to me to me is more of a solid play. Even though the payout isn't the same, I'm taking Seattle. Seattle, I do like that pick. Um, but RSL is one of those teams that's just on my list. Like, just don't bet on RSL. I, I can never get yes. them right. I bet I, one way they yeah. win. I bet the other way uh, they lose. I like them at home. That's the only when I really want to take them is when they're home. But the, the, especially now, I think Seattle, like I said, they need, need, need this game, and I think they're going to pull it off. We're in the home stretch, about 10 weeks left of the Major League Soccer regular season. Then we get to some playoff actions. We have our own picks. We got a new fantasy analyst in here today. So um, we hope you enjoyed the show, and thank you for joining us here at IED Sports. <laughs> <laughs>